You're listening to the Simple Growth Podcast, the show that helps business owners get their life back. Here's your host, Mike Callahan. Welcome back to the SA Weekly Talk Show. Your host, Mike Callahan here, breaking down pre-submitted questions and expert workflow for your service business to scale seven figures and beyond. So one of the pre-submitted questions off the Facebook group, uh, particularly the Service Autopilot Users Group, was how to go in and use forms in your service business. Well, particularly, they wanted to know how to use a form on the mobile app and require it to be uh, filled out as the job was either before it was performed or after it was performed. So we're going to answer that. And I'm going to go in and as I'm looking here at my other screen, we've got a total of one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, nine or 10 expert forms. And I am going to literally lift the hood um, that we used in my seven figure business in service autopilot. So we're going to dive into everything forms today for accountability, delegation, and just overall workflow. So one of the things we like to teach here on the Esley Weekly Talk Show, as well as Callahan's Corner, where you ask questions, we answer them live on Facebook, is going in and creating expert workflow inside your service business and showing you how to use Service Autopilot to accomplish those for your workflow. So without any further delay, I'm going to be diving in and opening up Service Autopilot and showing you all things forms and how to create accountability workflow and standard standardized operating procedures. And I'm going to answer the question that was submitted on the SA members Facebook group earlier this week here. And let me uh, actually give a quick shout out to the gentleman or lady who actually requested it. It was, um, Uh, Alyssa Hayes asked in AD uh, Gutierrez as well. So I had a great question there that was submitted. If you're watching live, if you could just type in that you can hear the audio, uh, that would be helpful as well as we're in here just to make sure. I'm going to double check it here. Uh, but it looks like we are in good shape here. And we are rock and rolling. So we're going to dive into Service Autopilot to talk about all things forms, workflow, and everything else. And we're going to be diving into V3 forms as an example. Uh, V2 forms work great. They're not going anywhere. V3 forms also work great as well. So uh, we're going to dive into those V3 forms today. So without any further delay, we're going to pop the screen open and dive in. So here's a list of all of the forms. If you're watching live in the recorded version that we're going to be talking about, we're going to go over an employee leave request for the office, interview questions, snow plowing applicant questions, daily KPIs, key performance indicators for landscape maintenance, daily KPIs for lawn mowing, lawn treatments or fertilization. We control your daily numbers in the office, what your office should be looking at, reporting out to you as a business owner or manager um, for delegation and accountability, purchase or offers, and a residential or commercial uh, quality control in the field through your mobile or tablet. So those are just a few of the things we're going to be diving into. But the first question um, that was submitted was, Mike, how do we make these forms uh, required in the form builder? So once you create your form, we need to go up to the top option here for publish. And if it is a mobile form, we're going to make it a mobile option here. So this is a form that you would build for your crews, such as quality control. We're going to get into the end of the end of the job quality control. So maybe you're requiring a picture for the gate to be closed or to check some certain things off after the technician gets out of the backyard. So what you're going to do is go in and select instead of accounts, we're going into services. 
So we're going to relate that type to services. Which services can use this form? All, or we can choose our services. So we can go in and select our service type that it's going to be associated. So if we select the particular service to lawn mowing, this form is going to be tied into just lawn mowing. And is it required to be filled out? Yes or no? Well, when I hit um, yes, it opens up. And then is it required for the start of the visit before you start the job? Or is it required at the end of the visit? So really, really a great tool here inside forms to create a mobile option only to require your team leader that's running your mobile app to fill the form out before end of the services. And once again, we can go in and choose the actual service that we want it to go into. So if it is aeration and overseeding, every time we go at the start of the visit, the end of the visit, based on the form selection, that crew leader is going to be responsible to tackle that. So great, great idea. Uh, great question. Hopefully that answers your question that was submitted in the user group, but that's not enough. I'm going to dive in here over the next 15 to 20 minutes and dive into some forms that I highly recommend you building in your service business, whether it's lawn care, home cleaning, pest control, these are all going to apply. Now, some are lawn care examples, some are snow removal, um, but these forms are going to be applicable. So I'm going to put this back here for the setting so we do not uh, screw anything up. And what I'm going to do is go into our forms. So um, from our SG launch group, we've got a bunch of forms here that uh, I've create, recreated from my company, Callahan's Lawn Care. So if we're in the lead or client, there's a whole different bunch of ways of doing this. I'd recommend if this is a office form, we go into the A for auto assist, create a top line um, folder icon. And then inside that folder, we would go in and create a form and pull the form and put an icon on there. So that is a workflow shortcut training. That's how we get into the form. Uh, for time and simplicity here, I'm going to go under the more tab. So if you do not have Pro Plus on Service Autopilot, you will not have that A for auto assist. But no worries. We will have the more tab here. And we're going down and going to select and fill out a form. So once again, if you don't have automations, this is how you're going to be driving there as well. Any comments or questions in the uh, live or recorded version, please throw them in here, and I'm happy to answer those live as well. So I'm going to go in and search for my SG launch, simple growth launch form. So what we're going to do is we're going to go in and do our um, first form so we can see what that looks like. So this is literally the same forms that we had in here that we were working off of. And then if they were required for the mobile, we'd go into the publish and set that up. So that is going to be the idea, and we're building the form right here. So this is going to be one of our quality control forms, kind of as a uh, little preview once we get into that form. But that's a great form that I recommend that uh, is going to be required at the end of each visit for your quality control manager. So lawn mowing KPI daily report. So we've got the name of the person completing this form. We have the address, which is probably going to be your shop, uh, the address there. And then we've got our crew. Uh, so list the crew that's be being reported on. So this is the end of the day. We're going to fill this out as a manager to report out to the business owner. Who was the crew leader? What was their start and stop time? Who was the crew technician? What was their start and stop time? Was our quality control or training manager on the crew? 
when did they start and stop? So now far like a job costing or training time capacity, we know, was it just the crew by themselves? Was there a quality control or training individual on there? Were all the jobs completed? Now, if the jobs weren't completed, we potentially could create an automation to trigger someone in the office to grab on the closeout day screen or the dispatch board, select those jobs, go to actions, and move those rain delay jobs or jobs that didn't get done to the next day. So now we've got some cadence responsibilities being assigned, maybe even a ticket. So was all the uh, work performed by the crew that started the day? So maybe the crew changed or maybe we had another crew come over and help. And we've got that information. When do we start at the shop? When do we get back to the shop? So that's important because for job costing, we're not only interested in the time on the jobs, but we're interested in that non-billable drive time or shop time. Now, full transparency, if you're using the mobile app, you should be clocking in and out of those non-billable drive times. And under the employee settings on the job payroll costing tab, we want our labor with labor burden. So it's our payroll with labor burden. Labor burden is going to be things such as state and federal unemployment, FICA, and a whole bunch of other things there. We want that as a percentage of the dollar. And now through SA reports, we can see um, what our labor and labor burden cost effect is on the site and our labor with labor burden cost effect on the drive time. So a lot of people that work with Simple Growth as a certified advisor say, Mike, I'm crushing my times on site, but my bottom line profit doesn't look to be exactly what I thought it would be. Well, it's an easy report once we have that data in and these different dots connected to see where are we kind of hemorrhaging cash. But back to the forms, these are the data points that we need to keep track of for accountability and keeping an eye on those KPIs, those key performance indicators. Now I'm going to say, what is our actual man hour? So from clock in to clock out, what were our total sales? And one of the numbers right now that SA in the closeout day screen doesn't necessarily get you is what was the dollars per man hour for that entire day? So that's something as a business owner, if I'm shooting for $65 an hour and I'm only making 50, I want to know on a daily basis per crew. So the idea is we go in and fill this out. This is almost identical, pretty much identical to what we use in my service business and oil checks. So who is a person who confirmed the oil level and their last name? So that right there, um, it's huge because I can't tell you how many times before we started a process with the forms and accountability that occasionally the engines would run dry of oil and we'd blow an engine before we had a full-time mechanic that checked that daily. But now we put the onus on the crew leader or the crew manager to make sure these things are being done. And end of the day, so gas receipts, total gas expense, route sheets scanned or attached if for some reason there was an issue with the mobile, equipment conditions, confirm or... Uh, any loaner equipment. So if something was out being repaired for preventative maintenance or regular repair, we've confirmed that that loaner piece is actually a counter. And daily notes, any place late, no shows, or any other issues going on, um, we have it all in one place now. So this is the first of several forms that I'm going to recommend, but this is going to be our KPI, our key performance indicator for lawn mowing daily job costing. Now, if you're doing home cleaning, this would probably apply or pest control. Um, so that's going to be the first of our forms that we're going to dive into. All right, so we did our lawn mowing. We have a, let's see here, we have interview questions for applicants. We'll do that in a minute. But next thing is, if you're doing mowing, you may be doing daily treatments for fertilization. So we want to go in and track that as well. So now we've got our mowing and we've got chemical ap applications. So depending on the industry, these will play almost identical. Uh, but this is the date and time, name, 
We want to know how much granular product was used, number of bags out. And we're going to want to know how many bags in. So we're tracking our materials. So if you're using the closeout day screen or dispatch board inside service autopilot, if you go into the right hand side of columns, uh, we can pull down custom fields, say turf square footage, and we can see approximately how much product we need based on the each round or each day based on the square footage. Number of bags out, granular products used. So we've got basically what was used, what came out, um, number of type of herbicide used, number of gallons, could be ounces as well. Uh, did you use any additives? If yes, how many fluid ounces? Uh, any customer requests, leave a detailed subscription. So if we had some issues like, hey, Mrs. Smith um, is seeing some issues and she wants her lawn aerated and overseeded in the fall, we can put that in there for follow-up. But this is a great way to do it. Any complaints, any issues, follow-up, customer service. And did you use any organic? So if you're using non-pesticide products, uh, like at Callahan's, we had an organic and a chemical division. Um, we would be able to tackle that, tackle that. And uh, was this an organic treatment? Yes or no. Budgeted hours. So it was the total budgeted hours for the day for that technician. Traditionally, it's only a one-person uh, team on a fertilization crew. What were the actual hours and what were the total sales? Um, and as looking at this here, I would probably add another line, total revenue per man hour based on that crew backed out of the material cost. So that is another key form that I'm going to recommend that we look at. So next thing I'm going to probably look at is we've tackled lawn mowing and daily treatments. Let's take a look at the office numbers. So once again, if you have V3 or um, automations, I would recommend just sticking these under the A for auto assist as a shortcut. But if you don't, uh, under fill out a form, this is where you would find them. All right, so I go into daily office numbers. This is near and dear to my heart, uh, kind of a numbers geek, self-proclaimed, but we want to know who's filling this out here and the date and times. So service number one, we want to know either it's the beginning of the year, middle of the year, end of the year. We should always be growing this business. And if you're not growing, you're probably dying as business. So this is a way to keep accountability. So the number of renewals from existing clients. So if you don't run forever till they cancel, as some Southern markets do, uh, we, we're, we're working on these renewals, people that haven't renewed number of clients to hit the new sales goal. So how many net new clients here and uh, clients to hit the sales goal. So this is total um, data right here for service number one. Number two, we did fertilization contract renewals, number of new clients, clients needed to hit the goal. So how many new clients do we get today? How many more do we need until we hit the actual goal of the year? Um, and then the next area here, we've got is another area where we can do contract renewals. So we've got our three core gateway services that are driving the revenue, and then we're going to upsell and expand off those. But the idea is we've got a form where the office is reporting out to the business owner. If the business owner is filling this out on a daily basis, we're creating some accountability personally or through the team. Next thing is accounts receivable. Yes, we can run reports on this and automate it, but if somebody's not taking the time to actually report out on it and own the problem, um, it's probably not going to be handled efficiently. So I'm going to recommend on your daily office form, we have accounts receivable. Uh, current is between 1 and 30, 31 to 60, 61 to 90, and 91 plus days. And we're going to have some meetings around this, hopefully each Monday as our morning huddle. And customers and leads. How many leads do we have in the pipeline? What's it look like in the first 20 days and 20 days to close? 
how many new clients and how many cancel clients. So basically what we've gone in is we can figure out what is our net new client. So we get existing clients, cancel clients, new clients, what's our net new. So these are some key performance indicators that forms should be driving this data through that quick auto assist or under the forms button. Next one I'm gonna be looking at here is the purchase order. And next one is that we're going to do is quality control. Um, and that's a big one. So we're going to, we'll dive into that here in a second as well. So hopefully this is starting to make sense. We're going to use these forms for standardization and communication of information to the business owner manager. And if you have an office staff, they should be filling this out, assigned through a ticket on a daily basis with a deadline. Um, and if you are the business owner, I just, I just it themselves to yourself as a ticket with a deadline each day. So you are actually driving these numbers for accountability. So we're going to fill out that form here. Um, and like I said, we've got a couple here that we're looking at here, but let's just actually take a look under the hood of the form. So you can kind of see what it looks like when you build it out in this V3 methodology. So we've got our date, our name, what needs to be purchased in the amount. So this is someone on the team filling this out and it needs to be approved by the manager or business owner. So right here, we're filling out for approval, first name, last name. So Paul and my team would submit something to me. If it was over, say, $200, I would actually have to electronically sign off to this and approve or not approve. So we've created a checks and balances system for cash flow management and purchase offer management. Now, the next one we're looking at here um, is our commercial quality form or residential quality form. Now, this is going to work really nicely for lawn care or home cleaning or any other service business. Now, cleaning, obviously, is a bit of a challenge because you can't randomly show up to check quality control unless you're there while the cleaner is there. But um, the idea here is if you're training a new recruit, maybe some people are going to let you back in the house to double check the quality. But whether it's commercial or residential, home cleaning, lawn care, pest control, or any other service, this is a form I highly recommend building out in your business. And this is where it may be applicable to go in and uh, require it at the end or beginning of visit. So quality control, this would be required at the end of the job or ticket um, on calendar event be required to close out before you close out that job of quality control to actually fill this out. So we'd go in, we'd get the manager's name, the date of inspection, the address that we're looking at, lawn mowing, rate the lawn mowing performed at the last visit. This includes even cuts, no turn marks, grass from the mower and trash was not run over and the grass was direct away from beds in the house and blown away from off, uh, off the harvest services before finishing the job. So zero would be unacceptable. 10 would be perfect. So we're doing basically an MPS net promoter score internally for quality. I would suggest if it's not a nine or 10, we need to be going from eight and below. That's time to train up or train them out of the system. Line trimming uh, includes flat trimming outside of the perimeters, uh, retention ponds, other objects of the lawn. All surfaces are neatly trimmed at a 90 degree angle. It's, it's clearly defined what we're looking for Blowing, blowing off the property after the, after the mowing. All driveways, parking areas, homes, buildings, patios, sideways, porches should be blown off. Any clumps in the lawn area should also be blown out also. Very clear what we're looking for. It's a zero to 10. Weed fear prints in the landscape beds. Sucker growth on trees. Shrubs on property are clean, neatly shaped. If they require additional pruning, please make notes on the form. So we're, we're rating it and we're addressing any action items that need to be taken care of. Um, inspection duties performed. So now 
it's not enough that you just rank these. I want somebody to physically check off what's expected that they did it. So when my manager was going through, uh, he or she was checking this. They walked the entire property. So maybe they only worked walked the first five houses and filled this out. Well, maybe the first five look great, but the back 20 acres don't look so great at all. So we want to make sure, hey, did you walk the entire property? So when it comes to um, accountability, you know, like, hey, how did you miss these three back units? Well, I didn't walk back there. Didn't have time. Well, if they didn't check this off, then we would know the whole property was inspected. If it's checked it off, it's assumed that we've checked every part of the property. They inspected the lawn mowing, the line trimming, landscape beds, sucker growth, spot sprayed weeds, and cut back suckers. So absolutely, one of our managers would always have a backpack sprayer or a canister sprayer if they were licensed for um, non-selective herbicide in New York. And they would be spot spraying as they inspected the property in case we missed anything just to double up. And they'd have some shears in their pockets. Um, to cut down any sucker growth that was obvious on the base of the trees. It was missed. Uh, we filled out the notes and to-do section. We added a to-do or now a task to uh, get the extra work taken care of. So now we've created accountability and a standardized operating procedure. Quality inspections all run through a standardized form. So if your foreman leaves today, the new foreman is going to be working the same exact predictable process. So as we dive into this here, um, I think there's one or two more forms that I wanted to tackle. And I'm going to go into uh, interview questions for a lawn care applicant. I have them for snow removal as well. Um, but let's hop in here. Just some ideas of labor right now is a hot topic. So you may um, be putting this on Craigslist, Indeed, Facebook, uh, the simple growth um, employee automations that we've automated include this process here. Uh, you may or may not have seen under teams, there is the level of applicants. So um, or service autopilot, I believe, is starting to build uh, the framework for automating employee recruiting, training, and onboarding as well. So let me dive back in here to my form section and grab my applicant here on the back end. So I've got their first name, last name, the date, the season they're applying for, summer only, winter only, or year round. Uh, why did you apply for the company? Tell me why you really in, in, uh, tell me about a time you really enjoyed your job and where was it? What were you doing? So kind of get a feel of what they're all about. Tell me a time you had a challenge getting along with a coworker. How did you handle the situation? How do they handle adversity? Um, what is your five-year plan? What would your perfect job look like? Hours, responsibility, and work scope. And I will tell you folks right now, if any time was the time, employers need to be somewhat flexible. You may have a great individual that can only work three days a week. The labor market is tough, but man, talk about labeling this out right now and, and finding out before you get them interviewed. So if you're stone, if you're stone set about five days a week from seven to ten a.m. or seven a.m. to five p.m., then this is going to qualify them. Or if you have some swing work, maybe this individual will be a great fit. Uh, what are your strengths you bring to the job? Are you okay with handling employee and customer issues? After training, you would be responsible for service issues like dealing uh, with some employee um, problems. I mean, this is a managerial um, thing here. Are you uncomfortable using technology such as a smartphone or tablet to respond to action items? The job must be closed out via these devices daily. So, hey, if you're requiring uh, mobiles, you might as well figure it out now instead of later. Um, experience. Equipment trained and used, availability, and internally, we're, we're going to go in and do the prospect rating of A, B, and C with or without a driver's license. We're going to create that database, that labor pool. We can go in, and as Jonathan Potoshnik of the Lawn Care Million and I talked about on several of these, 
uh, videos that we did together about talking and building the virtual bench. Um, this is one way of actually segmenting and, and eventually if you use simple rows automations, we actually automate the segmentation of this database. Um, but if you're building it yourself, this is a great way to do field labor management, A, B, and C with or without a driver's license. Paperwork is attached. So on the forms, um, we can attach it through a picture or on a uh, applicant or employee record, we can attach it via the office PDF. References called, date called, notes on applicant, hired or not hired. Date hired, date start, date projected. So now we're driving all the standardization. So imagine every time we go to interview somebody or we go to hire somebody, a form drives the process and the manager or business owner doesn't have to be there every time we hire somebody. Very key to success to automate and standardize your business. So I think I got one or two more here that I wanted to highlight on, but you get the idea. Main question was, how do you go in and set up those forms to be required for um, being done prior to the beginning or end of each job? And that uh, we have obviously covered that. Uh, let me see if there's any other ones that are applicable here. Um, yeah, believe it or not, we've, we've covered most of them here. Uh, let's take a look at the residential property control. Might be pretty similar to commercial, but um, I haven't looked at this in a bit. But yeah, we've got the lawn mowing, the line trimming, the blowing, weed-free appearance, shrubs. Same exact idea, but we've, we've segmented those forms uh, based on if you have a larger organization, if you have a commercial property manager or a residential property manager, you may have different jobs or tickets in there. So we can associate them to be required this form's required for residential, this form's required for commercial, and it would help some segmentation and reporting in the, in the database. So uh, comments or questions, drop them below. Um, but I, you know, obviously I wanna get in here and, and break this down. And once again, um, really appreciate the question in the SA Facebook group. But uh, if you're joining us late, you wanna see if these are required to be done. Um, we go into this publish tab, I go into form options and not accounts, but I want to go to services and what services all or just choose. And then is it required? End or start. That's how we set that up and require that in a V3 form, almost identical in V2. Um, but that's how you do it. So we are going to be uh, working on actually, I've got a tentative confirmation um, that uh, Ed Wright of Wright Manufacturing, the mowers there, uh, you guys may be familiar with Judith Wright. Uh, she's all over social media doing a great job with that um, that company. They have broken out um, and, and, and revolutionized, in my opinion, um, automated mowers. So if you were John, at SA5 with Jonathan Petoshnik, co-founder of Service Autopilot of the Lawn Care Millionaire, talked about his vision of market disruption and automated mowers. It, it kind of is already coming true here. Let me see if my other screen, I can pull up a video of this, but uh, Ed has is, is been gracious enough to, to join us here on the SA Weekly here in the next few weeks. I'm um, just working on some time and details, um, but I'm gonna, I'll give you a little preview of what we're gonna be talking about. Cause this is in my opinion, the next um, wave and disruption for the lawn care industry, for sure. Um, very, very cool stuff. So let me see if I can get this here. So let me pop up my uh, screen here. So this is actually uh, Wright Manu Manufacturing's video here. Um, and this is this is pretty cool. So this is Ed right here. We're actually going to have him on the SA Weekly Talk Show. But what it does is he you basically go around the outside of the property 
And then this mower actually drives and stripes at full speed by itself. So we're going to have Ed uh, basically on the SA Weekly, but how cool is that? A 52 or a 60 fully automated. And he's talking about how you can adjust basically the speeds and on the condition. Um, but this is in essence, almost what Jonathan talked about at SA five, where you had an overgrown tablet and you may have a fleet of these leave the trailer and go out. Um, so what I'm, I'm interpreting is um, right. Manufacturing's figured out if you get someone on there, they actually drive the perimeter of the property. It basically drops Latin longitude and then it just goes in and stripes the lawn and cuts uh, very efficiently. But could you imagine a, a fleet of these driving out as Jonathan talked in the next year or two across the neighborhood? Very, very cool stuff. So uh, we're still writing on a particular time and date for Ed Wright, but um, wanted to give you a little preview there because this is, in my opinion, uh, going to be the next sh uh, shift and disruption, especially with the labor market. So comments or questions, drop them below. Happy to take a look at them. Uh, regarding forms V3, V2. Um, and we're going to be coming at you next Friday with the SA Weekly Talk Show, hopefully with uh, Ed Wright. If not, uh, another special guest or myself breaking down pre-submitted questions. But uh, really, really excited. Um, 2021 is just starting and we in the service industry uh, are positioned right now for success. Uh, I know the labor market's tough, but we're going to be bringing on some experts for recruiting and help you with those labor issues as well. So, um, SA Weekly Talk Show, 1 p.m. Eastern, 12 p.m. Central. Your guest, Mike Callahan, right here. We'll see you again next week. If you like this show, you might want to check out our resources at www.startsimplegrowth.com. While you're there, enter to win an Estimator chatbot. Mike Callahan is available for private coaching.